Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Welcome. I am so glad y'all are here today. Y'all, I'm still continuing to receive your emails, and they are such a blessing to me. Y'all, I hope this podcast in turn is a blessing to y'all. So of all the episodes uh, in this season, this episode is deeply personal. Um, I want to share a little more of my story and how I got to where I am today. Y'all, the Lord has really done a tremendous work in my life. So a few years ago, I was challenged to read my Bible completely through in a year. I was ashamed that I had been in church all my life, and I'd never done this. So I set out to read. I started off strong, but about two weeks in, I started to realize I was just simply calling words on the page. You see, my mind was somewhere else. It was everywhere else. I was thinking about what I had to get done that day, errands I had to run, work I needed to do, but mostly I couldn't stop thinking about what I was missing out on on Facebook. I tried for about three weeks to convince myself that this was normal, that it was fine. I mean, at least I was reading my Bible, right? Well, it started bothering me so much that I couldn't sleep at night. I'd wake up thinking about how good the Lord had been to me and how I wasn't doing my part, giving Him my very best, my all. Now, y'all, I want to take a small break from this story just for a minute, and I'll give you a couple of disclaimers here. I want to clarify what I'm saying and what I'm not saying. First of all, this is my story, and this is how I got to where I am today and how the Lord grabbed my attention and my heart. Facebook is a tool that he used to capture my attention. Social media might not be what's causing a distraction for you. It might be something else, or it might be someone else who's stealing your attention away from where it should be. Secondly, I'm not saying that everything is as simple as opening the Bible, reading, and then everything turns out great. I realize everybody listening comes from different walks of life. And I don't know where you are at this point in your life, but maybe there are additional steps you need to take to get to a healthy place, or maybe you are exactly where you need to be. However, what I am saying is that God's Word is living and active. It's powerful, and it's one of the ways that God speaks to us. It's the light that helps guide us where we need to go. It's, I guess you could say in many ways, it's our spiritual nutritional food. Does that make sense? If, if you feel like you're in a deficit, maybe it's because you're not spending enough time in the Word. Y'all, anything we prioritize above God 
and our time with him is an idol. And we are commanded to throw that stuff off, not because he wants to give us some more rules to follow or something else to add to our to-do list, but it's because there is true freedom in seeking after Christ. And being in his word, reading our Bibles helps us to do that. So social media was a tool Satan was using in my life to distract me from being in the Word. I was distracted from the purpose God had for me. So I guess you could say it left me in a predicament. I knew deep down I needed to choose. I had to choose to put everything else aside. I mean everything and truly give my undivided attention to Him. So after wrestling with this, and I do mean wrestling, I decided to give social media up completely. Like, I mean, deactivate my account. Man, was it hard. But y'all, not nearly as hard as the following couple of weeks. You, You would think it was a drug I was coming off of. It had become a true addiction for me. Well, let me just tell you, it was all I could do those first couple weeks not to log on. I made every excuse imaginable. I tried to convince myself that I needed to wish people happy birthday, or I was like, oh, I've got to go see who's passed away. Um, but each time I... I would hear the Lord say, Cindy, do you want me or do you want that? Because you can't have both. And so with his help, with his power, and with his strength, I overcame that addiction. I realized that I had made Facebook an idol After about two weeks, y'all, I started forgetting about Facebook a little more each day. As I chose to spend time with the Lord, my time with Him became sweeter. This is going to make me cry, but y'all, it's the truth. I fell absolutely in love with the Lord. And I think it was because I truly made him number one. I went all in. There was no pretending. There were no excuses. Y'all, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and just crave to read my Bible and spend time with the Lord. Let me tell you this. One day Trent came in and he paid me the greatest compliment ever. He came in and he said, Mom, is that all you do is read your Bible? (laughs) I just smiled real big. Y'all, I want to differentiate between something. I am not saying that social media is wrong. Please hear me. As a matter of fact, I think it can be a wonderful tool if it's used correctly. I'm saying it's wrong if we put it before or in place of spending real quality time with the Lord. Y'all, this is what it all boils down to. When I got really serious with the Lord, 
that's when he became real to me. As I read my Bible through, I remember a scripture that over and over kept coming to my mind. It was like it would just jump out at me. And it's Jeremiah 29, 13. It says, when you search for me, yes, search for me with all your heart, you will find me. There are two key words here, y'all. The word search and the word all. Let me just let me just give you an example. If someone promised you there was a million a million dollar treasure buried in your backyard and all you had to do was just search for it, dig for it until you found it, wouldn't you be doing that? Of of course we would. We all would. Okay. <laughs> I can see it now. Have y'all found your treasure yet? Have y'all found your treasure yet? No, mm -mm. we haven't had time. We've just been chilling. We've been looking at Facebook. We've just been taking it easy. Now, y'all, I know that seems silly, but we do this all the time with Jesus. And he is that treasure. Y'all, he wants us to truly, really search for him daily. Now, I, I know this is definitely easier said than done, and I'm not trying to make it sound super easy, but y'all, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is what it means to really follow Jesus. So, I said earlier that I wanted this time together to be very practical, so I'd like to challenge you with some questions. Let me give you a second to grab a pen and some paper. And if you're in the middle of doing something right now, maybe you're driving or working out, don't, don't worry about grabbing pen and paper. Just listen, and you can come back later. For those of you who are able to, write these down, and then I'd, I'd like for y'all to go and get, get in your quiet place where you're alone. Get really still and ask yourself these questions. Number one, are there any idols in your life? Now, I know... When we think of idols, we may think of a golden calf or a bronze statue. But let me define what an idol is and what it is not. It's anything that steals your attention from God. Anything we put above God. And it doesn't even have to be things that are necessarily bad. They could be good things we, pl we place above God. It can be our family, it can be our kids, our work, even relationships. It could even be a hobby. You could be like me, and it could be social media. Or maybe you're not sure if something is an idol. A way, a way to identify this, in my opinion, is by asking these questions. Where am I spending the bulk of my time and my energy and my money Y'all, you don't have to look hard to find what people value. They'll tell you by their actions and how they spend their resources. Okay, so question number two. Do you enjoy being with Jesus? For me, it went from discipline to delight. Let me explain that. Remember I said I didn't want to read my Bible? Y'all, at first... I had to be disciplined in reading each day. I constantly asked the Lord to help me 
want to know him more. And let me just say right here that I remember thinking, Lord, I I don't want to read my Bible. I'd rather look at my phone. I mean, I just don't want to. I mean, I just admitted it. He knew my heart anyway. And I said, Lord, if I know you want me to read my Bible. I know you want me to be in close relationship with you. So I need you to create that desire. And y'all, as I spent more time in the Word and with Him in prayer, I grew and grew. And He created that desire in me. It truly went from discipline to delight. Now, let me add this. You may not want to get still. You might be like me. You may not want to spend time with Jesus. And you may not want to read your Bible, but be honest about it. This is a process, and it won't happen overnight. It didn't with me. And don't get discouraged. Rally a group of friends around you who can encourage and pray for you and keep seeking Him. He promises you will find Him if you do. I did. Last question. What does your community look like? And when I say community, I mean your friends. Do you have a friend who will point you to Jesus? God's word says that iron sharpens iron. We need people who love Jesus and who will speak truth into us. Find some people that love Jesus and have your best interest at heart. Y'all, it's worth it. I've enjoyed being with y'all today. This has all come straight from my heart, and I hope it's been helpful. Don't forget, I would love to hear from y'all. Y'all let me know if it's been helpful and if there's any other things that you want to talk about. Remember, you can email me at realwalk22 at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, realwalk22, and I promise anything you ever send to me will always be confidential. Please know that I love each and every one of you, and I'm praying for y'all. See you next week, same time, same place. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at realwalk underscore podcast and on Facebook at realwalk22. And you can always reach me at my email, realwalk22 at gmail.com. See y'all next time.